Hello and welcome to Starter Set. My name is Sam Bradley. Ed Sylvester isn't here anymore. He shrunk himself down. He lives among the carpet folk. We hope he'll be back for next week's episode. This is a sort of twist within a twist. Obviously, we finished World Building Wonders last week. That's done. So it being the sort of between series time, we thought we'd do another installment of Campaign Chronicles, a sort of audio book that is loosely based on a campaign that Ed runs with some of his players. By way of a catch-up for new listeners, when we last left our heroes, they had chased the Dark Druid deeper and deeper underground through hordes of blight, poison mazes, and finally they arrived at a large chamber housing a decaying mausoleum through which grew a massive, sickly tree. As they stepped forward, the tree had suddenly come to life, and that's where our next instalment, Campaign Chronicles 10, begins. The ground shuddered beneath our hero's feet as, impossibly, the tree creature pulled itself from the centre of the decaying mausoleum. Its inhuman groan vibrating their bones, a stone from the mausoleum roof cracked and split, showering the ground. Stretching its legs forward, the tree stepped out of its stone prison and roared at the sky. Battered and bloody, Lagatha, still clutching Bryn to her side, widened her eyes as the creature turned and swung a heavy vine in their direction. She braced for an impact that never came. As a nearby growl and yelp told her Yanir had taken the brunt of the blow, Kilvir and Maelstrom were already readying arms as the creature paused, tilted a makeshift face in their direction. Gathias, I have bought you more fertilizer, came a hoarse voice from behind the creature. Peering through the gloom, Lagatha could make out the druid, raising one withered hand to point in their direction. Suddenly the ground began to shake, quaking as from the broken roof of the mausoleum emerged another blight and another and another until the heroes were backing up as best they could as the horde approached maelstrom and kilver took the lead one drawing a sword and the other raising his hands with arcane energy springing to life about his fingers the druid's hand dropped and all hell broke loose Screams and groans filled the air as the Blight Horde broke into a run and the heroes would have been overrun themselves where they stood had Kilvia not raised his hands, muttering arcane incantations and summoning a wall of fire from the ground and surrounding them with it. We must kill the druid and finish this, cried Maelstrom, staring around them as the firewall surrounded them completely. Bryn, can you stand? he asked Bryn as he drew his sword and climbed to his feet. Yanir got hit, shouted Lagatha, drawing her bow and notching an arrow. Bryn, Melstrin, I'll cover you. Get past that... that thing and make for the druid. I'll clear a path. There was a collective nod until a cry from Kilvir sent the wall of fire flying outwards, sending blights in all directions, burning and screaming. Kilvir and Melstrin ran forward through the path of sorts, littered with burning bodies. As they went... Lagatha began picking off blights that even so much as looked in her friend's direction. No sooner had a blight leapt towards them than Lagatha cut them down with a well-placed arrow. Cutting through the wall of blight, Maelstrom and Kilver were suddenly not prone as one thick branch came out of nowhere, striking them both down where they stood. 
in the dirt, among the burning bodies and the smell of decaying vegetation and flesh, the creature roared again, raising one thick, bark-covered arm. Out of nowhere, Lagatha saw a blur enter her vision, racing towards the monster. Yanir, battered and bloody, had jumped onto the creature, wildly stabbing at anything she could find with her short sword. The creature roared again and began pouring at its face. Wasting no time, Lagatha and Bryn moved forward, slowed by ever more blight climbing out of the shattered mausoleum roof. They battled with sword, magic and arrows, but for each step forward they found their path becoming more and more difficult without Kilvia's fire to clear the way. It's no good, cried Bryn, swinging his sword in a wide arc and creating blue sparks that seemed to freeze everything in their path. Another flurry of movement and Bryn fired a bolt of fire at point-blank range into the chest of a blight. It screamed and was reduced to ash. Meanwhile, the tree creature roared as Maelstrom and Kilvia, now on their feet, began to hack at its limbs, carving off hefts of dank-smelling wood. Yania clung on as best she could, still hacking at the creature's face. Kilvia roared again, summoning blue flames at his fingertips and driving them into the creature's flesh. For a moment, the creature screamed, swaying on the spot. Kilvir and Maelstrom looked down and watched the fire run down the creature and into the ground, blazing a bright path that led away from them. It's coming from the mausoleum, Kilvir shouted and Maelstrom nodded, swinging his sword down at the roots that connected the creature to the broken building. Lagatha heard her friends shouting and made the connection. She too had seen the blazing roots leading away from the creature. For a moment she wondered why she had time to look away from the combat. Then she realised. The Blights were retreating and running towards the creature and her companions. Bryn, the mausoleum, go! She shouted and began to run after the Blights. As if possessed, she ducked and weaved, shooting at anything that moved. As she got within five feet of the tree creature, she found her path blocked. A Blight, larger than the rest, was in her way. She reached back, groping for an arrow, but found none. Dropping her bow, she made for her sword, but the moment had swung the fight. The blight swung forward, striking the blade from her hand as she pulled it, knocking it away. Another blow sent her sprawling backwards, tasting blood, looking up just in time to see a gnarled, bark-covered foot swing at her head, driving her back into the ground, dazed. Her head spun as she looked up. The blight's hand had morphed cracked and twisting into a sharp wooden blade before driving it down. In a moment, Lagatha saw the battle raging and took a final breath as she closed her eyes. The blight swung forward, the sound of wood spearing flesh, but no more pain. Dazed, Lagatha opened her eyes. She saw Yania standing beside the creature, her sword sticking into the creature's chest but the blight had also managed to strike. Its twisted carved blade was sticking into Yanir's chest. They both swayed, then fell, bloodied, broken, and dead. Lagatha screamed and felt Bryn pull her up from behind. Together they staggered towards the creature. Bryn pushed a sword into Lagatha's hands, using his magic to fight his way towards the tree creature and beginning to punish the monster's flesh. As he did so, he was appalled to see gaunt, twisted faces gasping noiselessly back at him, etched into the creature's bark-like skin. 
Between them, Kilvia, Bryn and Maelstrom were driving the creature back towards the mausoleum, the roots burning and twisting beneath their feet. With every deep strike, another blight would appear, throwing itself onto the wound and being absorbed into its dank flesh. Lagatha was running again, this time towards the mausoleum. With one ditched last effort, she jumped, scrambling up the wall of the mausoleum and through a hole in the large roof. She fell and felt her legs give way underneath her as she landed, the breath knocked out of her. She reached out, feeling something stone. Looking around, she made out a large coffin. The top cracked and pulled aside. Large, thick, sickly white and green roots were snaking over the walls and into the coffin where her body lay. A large wooden stake rammed through its chest. The thickest root of all was connected to the top of the stake. Explosions shook the chamber and screams drove her on. Although her body felt broken, Lagatha pulled herself forward. Reaching out, she grabbed the stake and pulled with all her might. After what felt like an eternity, she felt the stake move. Inch by inch, she pulled, screaming to give herself the strength until she fell back, utterly exhausted, the stake in one hand. Breathing heavily, she noticed silence had fallen outside before being broken by one inhuman scream from the rear of the chamber. Outside the mausoleum, the monster and the blights had stopped, swaying on the spot before beginning to crumble. First, the blights, as if the magic that animated them had been sucked from their twisted bodies, collapsed. The Gathias tree staggered backwards its body convulsing as Maelstrom, Kilver and Bryn watched in horror. Vines and broken limbs swung wildly as the trio made for the druid. The old man raised his hands and bright, arcing flashes of light burst forth in their direction. Maelstrom darted left, drawing fire and narrowly ducking out of the way as the druid sent a spell in his direction, igniting the ground at his feet. Bryn ducked right, muttering incantations of his own as the palms of his hands began to glow. Momentarily, the druid could only keep track of two enemies. It was all the time Kilvir needed. Running at the druid, he reached forward as a wave of energy sprung from his body. By the gods, strike down this horror! He roared, sending a wave into the druid, blowing the old man off his feet and into the air. Bryn stopped, flicked his wrist, and sent a fiery, white-hot bolt at the druid igniting the body as it hit the floor. Behind them, the creature flailed as it died, its death throes thick vines swinging into the ceiling with deafening thundercracks of stone breaking before it fell to the ground one last time, the dirt and stone beneath them quaking as it did. Silence fell upon them as, one by one, the heroes fell to the ground, utterly exhausted. After a minute, maybe two, Maelstrom, Kilvir and Bryn looked up at the sound of footsteps shuffling towards them. Lagatha, bloodied, dirty, was carrying Yanir's blood-soaked body across the battlefield towards them in her arms. They nodded at each other. Maelstrom, picking himself up from the ground, raised his sword a final time to sever the druid's head from his body. We... Need to leave, he intoned, to a wordless agreement from the rest. That creature, 
was drawing its power from a stake, plunged into the chest of what I'm pretty sure was a vampire. In there, explained Lagatha, pointing towards the mausoleum. A vampire? asked Bryn, motioning around them. It's blood or life force did this? This and more, said Kilvia. Remember the plants in the chamber earlier? This is dark magic indeed. Another moment of silence, before the entire chamber quaked around them. Looking up, the hero's collective heart stopped. In its death throes, the Guthias tree's limbs had damaged the chamber, and now it looked as if... Run! cried Maelstrom, the druid's head in one hand. The chamber was collapsing around them. Lagatha swung Yinir's body over her shoulders as the crew began to run back towards the maze, weaving as great chunks of stone began to rain down around them. As they closed in on the maze, another chunk of stone fell before them, crushing the vast, twisted maze walls as it landed and rolled in the direction they were running. In its wake, they managed to clear the maze quickly, emerging into chamber after chamber of gardens that they'd seen before. The hero sprinted through garden after garden, tunnel after tunnel, avoiding debris as it fell from the ceiling, crashing into the ground around them. Such was the chaos exploding around them as they ran. The heroes didn't notice they were almost free until they arrived at the base of the well. The roar of collapsing stone was quickly gaining as they fumbled with the ropes they'd left there earlier. Awkwardly, they began to climb, the walls aching and cracking as they rose. More than once, Lagatha and the others had to kick out from the walls to narrowly avoid large stone missiles that swept past them. Lagatha climbed, slower than the rest, owing to Yanir's body being slung over her shoulders. Kicking out, she hauled them upwards, but as she swung back towards the wall, it began to shear away and down into the crushing gloom. In a shower of dirt, she swung forward, and crumpling against the dirt, felt her grip on the rope loosening. Time seemed to slow as she felt herself moving backwards and down until... I've got you! I've got you! It was Maelstrom. He'd reached the top and sprung back, grabbing her wrist. Feeling Yanir's body start to slide, Lagatha reached back, grabbing the cobalt's limp form before heaving. She and herself onto the top of the wall. The crumbling, crashing sounds abated a moment, and as silence fell, the heroes once more got to their feet. The trek back towards the camp was thankfully uneventful. Picking their way through tunnels, they realised that, for the first time in a long time, they were moving towards the surface. After another hour of exhausted trekking, the heroes found themselves back at camp and in the chambers of Yiskra. They explained what they had found, their story corroborated by the bodies of both Yanir and the Druid. And that, concluded Maelstrom, is how we found ourselves back here. Yiskra nodded, having listened to their tale without interruption. I see. Well, you have done my people a great service. And what is great service? She waved one hand at a troop of nearby kobolds. Without reward. A moment later, the crew heard a familiar voice. Wendy's to be exact. Well, then we found this big hole and we ended up here. But anyway, Kilvir, Lagatha, Maelstrom, Bryn, you're alive! She bounded towards them, smiling wildly. And so are you, muttered Kilvia with a dark look towards the Cobalt Queen. Head and all. Oh, they pretty nice to me, actually. It's 
wasn't bad. I mean, it wasn't great, but you know, it wasn't terrible. You all all right? The crew exchanged dark looks as they began to gather their things. You will, of course, be granted safe passage out and on your way by a couple of my scouts. They will take you no further than the ridge. I thank you. You have done right in a wrong situation, intoned Yiskra. They nodded and began to exit the chamber, all except Lagatha, who paused, looking back at Yanir's fallen body. Yes, I think we're equal after all. And that was the end of Campaign Chronicles number 10. Wow, we have done a few of those. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we really appreciate it. Uh, we'll be back into another series of shows next week. I uh, don't want to spoil that, so just turn up next Friday and we'll have a whole new thing to show you. Thank you for being our listeners. You can support the show by going to startaset.co.uk, visiting our store, buying any of the merchandise there for your own game. Um, or just find us on social media. You can get all that from the website. It's been an absolute pleasure. I hope you enjoyed it, and we will see you next week. Roll well, and goodbye. <laughs>